Tom Saunders, getting through this in the Flatiron District of Manhattan. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. If it is broke, don't fix it. Not only is this newly coined phrase more grammatically correct than if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's also an explanation of why I've been enjoying my iPhone 11 more than ever since its outer box case broke recently. For the first time, I can appreciate the sleekness, the elegant feel in my hand, and the purple color of this much lighter and easier to fit in my pocket device. In fact, I didn't know I had a purple phone. <laughs> Every action I take with what feels like a new phone is more satisfying and fun to do. And most importantly, now that its full beauty has been restored from under the weight and cover of the OtterBox Defender case, why, I feel like a millionaire. But I am well aware that using this phone without a case well, it's a ticking time bomb. It's, it's like walking on a tightrope. At any moment, I could drop this phone, which in its current uncased state would lead to certain destruction. So after a few days of living the life of a man who was a totally unprotected phone, I have made the decision to take up the good people at Otterbox and their kind offer of a free replacement case. Oh, yes, I'll I'll miss the glossy color and central edges of my naked iPhone 11. But I can rest assured knowing that my phone will survive any mishap or danger. And at least I now know that the phone buried under two layers of hard rubber is in fact purple and is quite beautiful. Scotty, your story of the joys and terrors of a naked iPhone bring to mind a similar experience I had one time when for reasons lost to history, I had to remove my rubber iPhone case, and I, too, rediscovered the phone's sleek design features, hidden during years of regular use. And I also experienced the gripping tension of living with an unprotected phone. In this modern era, to say that our smartphones are lifelines, well, that's to exaggerate the importance of lifelines. Where phones are far more important than mere lines that merely save lives. A broken phone is a broken life, Scotty. Yes. Good luck getting an Uber without a smartphone or seeing what tomorrow's temperature will, will be. A mere lifeline is often no more than a sturdy rope tossed to someone stuck in a crevice. And while it may save that person's life, cannot then show YouTube videos of potto monkeys befriending a Great Dane. And an iPhone can do so much more, provided it isn't broken. Now, take last night. I was where I am right now, in my apartment in New York City, while my girlfriend Sandy was in Wayne, New Jersey, a, a totally different state across the wide Hudson River. Now, Listeners with young children present might want them want to tell them to leave the room before I say what happened next. All right, Sandy and I danced around with utter abandon, free of clothing, and were able to ogle each other in real time thanks to the wonder of FaceTime. Imagine, Scotty, if my phone had been unprotected by its rubber case and I dropped it. There's no pleasant way to say this, but Sandy's and my joyous mutual exhibitionism would have to come to an abrupt end. Okay, you can bring the children back in the room now. Well, Tommy, and may I just add that this entire podcast, and even the last couple of them, I am holding this, well, I can't say it in any way, naked uh, iPhone. And, and, and again, I can't match your 
you and Sandy's uh, uh, wonderful, uh, as you say, exhibitionist uh, romp with FaceTime. But it is central experience, merely holding the phone. And yes. I must think back, Tommy, we, we often walk the streets of this fine city, New York, and we look at fine architecture mm. and ugly architecture and wonder what the architect must have been thinking. But certainly the designer of the iPhone, why it must rankle, because he invented this beautiful phone, which is immediately covered by blocky, square-like cases that obscure its beauty. Yeah. Well, Scotty, when you say that it, it, it must rankle, the... the the uh, designer of the iPhone to see his the beauty being covered up by the kind of clunky rubber encasements, it makes it makes me fear that uh, young people won't go into the design business because why be rankled? Nobody wants the experience of being rankled, Scotty. No, it's, or to have their brow furrowed. Yo, and, know, that, and that and, and oftentimes both yeah. happen at the and same mo- time. Yes, and, and again, that's the last thing I'd want to do because we get a lot of design kids listening. Now, go into design, you're still contributing, but the best time for the iPhone is the presentation in Cupertino where they show it and yeah. it twirls around and you see the ads. So, I want to get that phone. You get that phone and you never see that phone again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's that. That is the irony and the tragedy uh, <laughs> of the uh, modern day uh, rubberized protected iPhone. Scotty, you brought up something else that I think ha- absolutely has to be noted. You mentioned uh, in your in the intro, as we call it, that when you had an unprotected iPhone, you know, your iPhone did not have that otter box i guess you call it yes. uh, carrying case it's one of the uh, sturdier ones yeah that's right and p- people listening to a thousand years from now will look at each other and smile and think oh i wish we were back in the age when the otter box was still in business but uh yeah we, right now we're we live in a time when yeah you can get, get a uh encase your phone in an otter box but imagine scotty if you didn't and and that's actually what we've been doing all so far in this podcast yeah but you you described it as being on a walking on a tightrope with a time with a ticking time bomb i've never seen that before in any movie <laughs> but but that seems like the most it, it would be the most amazing exciting thrilling uh well just to think about it scotty my heart is pounding yes I well i didn't hear even, it well it's interesting that was a, a an audible as we say in the football trade and an ad lib where i had already had you know a tightrope yeah uh, and then but ticking time um, as you say you know that movie uh with one of the keanu reeves and the bus where you yes know, you had, that was thrilling Speed, it was called yes this, and this, uh, this could be called walk because you're tightrope walking yeah and it, it's a very sort of the name seems like oh that's good who wants to go see a movie called walk <laughs> well just wait because you're the walk is walking on a tightrope while carrying a time a ticking time yeah. bomb it could be and a, also kind of, yes. scotty let's just make it even more scary the 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 tightrope walker who's carrying the ticking time bomb is wearing street shoes not special ballet oh, wow. slippers that, well, that grip would, the wow well, that would know. pose problems even without a ticking time bomb but you're adding that to the mix and it's a thriller uh already i mean i could see it being a bidding war, uh, you know, to buy the rights to it. Because, yeah, that's uh, what I see too. The big, the big bidding war. Yeah, because we need that. You know, these days it's so much competition and you know ideas. But to do a double fear, you know, again, tightrope walking on a on a, a high wire 
a high wire act is frightening enough, but then you yeah. throw in the component and a ticking time bomb sitting in your easy boy, lazy boy chair would be terrifying. But to combine both elements, why? Yes. I mean, that is, is chilling. And Mr. Tommy, you said at one point uh, just moments ago, yeah. you referred to the um, I, I, you didn't say agony and ecstasy. There were two words, though, you said, uh, uh, I, you know, about the having the iPhone. But uh, it really is something that. I mean, the beauty of it is stunning. And as I said, it's I chose purple. I literally did not know what other thing. Your car, Tommy, is a, a fine gray. You would never forget that. Oh, by the way, Tommy, more of a green gray, actually. green gray. But you you don't. But then again, Tommy, your fine Volvo XC60. There's no cover. Then they go, oh, here's your car. Uh, the case will be another twelve hundred dollars. That's right. Now, people do keep their yeah. car in cover and covers, especially in California. They have these big. Uh, uh, vinyl covers to protect the surface of the car, but they don't drive around with them yes. on the, the car, Scotty. And that's what we're saying. What you're saying is that it, it, we live in a world where these rubber encasements are on our phones 24-7. God forbid I would have to drive around with a big vinyl, ugly, rubberized uh, cover on my car. Yeah, because it. it would defeat the purpose of choosing a car for its looks. I mean, yes, people do have some of those bumper guards, but even that is, is usually for parking purposes. They don't continue uh, to, to keep it on. And this is my point, Tommy. And yeah. again, we're putting our inventor hat on and uh, yeah. I got a new one. It's more of it's this, the other one didn't fit very well. So I had to exchange it. But uh, why can't they? First of all, your fine Volvo and other yeah. fine cars like Mercedes have a steel cage they're very well built so yes there is a protective covering even within the car itself it's not foolproof but it, it does protect you why can't the good people at apple and, and samsung create that protection within the beauty of the actual phone but scotty uh, can i just point out you very carefully set a uh, beseeched not just anybody, but the good people of Apple. Not yeah. not the bad people of Apple. You guys stay out of this project because you yeah. you're just going to mess it up. But the good people of Apple and the good people of Samsung, yes. That's the key, Scotty, is get the good people on the on yeah. the All right, project. Not, in... the, not, the, not even the mediocre people, no. I would say. Or, otherwise, it's uh, in the hands of people who turn it into evil, which is yes. what you don't want. But it, Tommy, I have to add again. You know, the, our loyal listeners know and the behind-the-scenes mm -hmm. seniors know that we hold an iPhone to do this podcast. And I hold it the same way now as I always do. But, Tommy, I'm almost holding it, doing this podcast, and admiring it at the same time. Because oh, my gosh. It, I see the purple. I see the sensual rounded edges. I see the, the – I think they call it beveled glass, and I don't know if that's uh, accurate or not. And it's a different experience than holding. Again, yeah. uh, if I drop this now, it could, would end the broadcast as we <laughs> know it, uh, which wouldn't happen with the OtterBox. But no, that's, uh, again, that, you know. Yeah, it's the trade-off, Scotty. You, you, you are trading the, the, the experience of, ex of sheer beauty of design for the uh, calm of knowing and confidence of knowing that if you dropped it, uh, the phone it would not shatter into a, a, a hundred billion different pieces. No, and I've dropped mine and, and, uh, and this OtterBox really worked its magic. And as I said in the opening, they have a fine policy, the good folks at OtterBox, and they are sending a new one. And Tommy, um, normally when you send away for a package, you did it come today? Did it arrive? I'm waiting for my new... I don't know, Tommy. I'm kind of hoping UP, uh, you know, UPS ground is a little slow on this one. 
Wow, that's oh, you, oh, that's interesting, Scotty. Yeah, this is one of those rare times you're kind of uh, uh, hoping for delays in shipment. Yeah, and maybe the uh, 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 the uh, you know that that uh, s- supply chains working to your advantage because yeah. these are precious moments with your phone where you can enjoy the purpleness of it that had been hidden from you by the with the bulky rubberized encasement. Yeah. Scotty, quick uh, point that I think. I, our listeners are waiting for us to make, and we haven't made this point yet. We talked about, well, thank God our cars aren't covered with big rubberized uh, enc- enclosures to keep them uh, safe from bumping, although I, I kind of could have used one. My Volvo currently is in the shop yeah. right now. Uh, uh, I, I have to say that, yes, it's a fine product, but it is currently in the shop. But, Scotty, you, you, the, I think our listeners are imagining that um we need to carry that to the next point thank heavens we don't have to wear rubberized suits to protect us all the time right well as the phones talk- do i mean now, yeah. I, I don't know if you were tiptoeing around that fact or if you're uh, uh ignoring the elephant in the room but uh, imagine if we lived in a world where we wore rubberized encasements just as our phones did well, and sure. then our our looks our fine design if you will is then hidden from public. Well, the, the point of clothing would be diminished because it doesn't matter what you're wearing because it's covered in rubber. You wear helmets, uh, almost like a football player. Uh, yes, that is something, uh, Some, you know, that is something that uh, we should be thankful. We don't have well, anything. thankful for, but also a little bit concerned about. Because well, I mean, it yes, starts uh, with phones and then, and then you start to uh, rubberize humans. And you'd even go one step further wearing armor, which, by the way, they did in the, in, in the olden days. Yep, so maybe right. would the armored suit be making a comeback? That could be a yeah. week from now in the New York Times style section. <laughs> Uh, you know, body and, and, armor. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a way to fight crime? And yeah. there'll be those who say, I'll wear anything I can to protect myself. And I said, you know what? You got to live your life and not be encumbered by body armor and a, and a club, you know, the thing that the steel that covers your face. So, yeah, it might yeah. be practical in a sense of protecting yeah. you, but not practical in other ways. And it can be hot. That's oh, my yeah, problem yeah. So with body yeah, armor. That's what we're doing, Tommy. We're living the life. And I've been doing it with this phone. Every yeah. second of the way, knowing that each second could be its last, really. Yeah. Well, I didn't really the ask the phone that. You know, I should have <laughs> run it by them. Hey, listen, I'm not wearing. I'm wondering if they're pleading. Put the case on. Put it on. <laughs> uh, or, or are they going? Whew, wow, this feels good getting out of that bulky rubberized yeah. container. So, no, well, I think just just the way you're handling it, Scotty. You know, uh, a lot of our listeners might not remember a, a very famous movie star, Errol Flynn. Yeah who went through uh, many adventures, uh, much like uh, Indiana Jones did many years later, but was always with a hearty laugh and a, and a good jovial spirit and never cowering and sh- I mean, most, I mean, if I was on a pirate ship for one minute, I would be a wreck. Yeah. Uh, but Errol Flynn would swing from, from uh, uh, the masts to uh, the deck uh, and, 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 and have his hands on his hips and, and laugh loudly. That's that's you, Scotty, and your phone, your iPhone. You laugh at the danger of the iPhone, even though, yes, one slight slip of your fingers and the phone could fall and oh. shatter. And this would end our podcast. Yes, yes. And it would not. And, and I would not get, you know, any sympathy from people. You know what the first thing it would say is, well, did you have a case on it? <laughs> and I would say no. And they would haughtily sniff. And walk away and go, well, you, well, you, well, you deserved it. 
I mean, there would yeah. be no sympathy because uh, you could have had the case. Just like what I remember years ago with uh, I, I turned in uh, my computer and uh, or like, it crashed or something. I said, well, did you upload everything uh, to the cloud or whatever, you know? And, and uh, well, no, I didn't really know how to do that. And they sort of mocked me like, well, then you deserve to have whatever yeah, happened to you. You deserve to lose all your data. You didn't do the right thing. So it would be the same thing with this phone. There would be no one to do yeah. Well, what kind of a person are you? I mean, yeah, right. you protect your phone. <laughs> what kind of an animal would yeah. not rubberize their phone? Yeah, Scotty, that is absolutely true. No sympathy. I, I, I mean, I would at least make the, you know, the the uh, superficial yeah, act perfunctory of saying, oh, I'm kind so of sorry for your yeah. loss. And you were just talking about it on the podcast too. That's right. Really too right. bad. Yeah. And and, and my, our hearts and prayers and or yeah. whatever you know go to you and 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 all of that, of course. But at the same time, we'd be thinking, cluck cluck, why didn't yeah. he put his uh is what is it called? Uh, well, this one in particular is the Autobox Defender series. I mean, there's many. Others oh, and yes, and case aficionados would say, well, you could protect it. You don't need the ultimate protection that the OtterBox affords, and it is double layered and you know uh, inner layer and outer layer. Yeah, but mine, really... mine is not. It's not an. Uh, it does not afford that protection. But Scotty, the fact that you don't have any protection at all, and we we've been coming up. I mean, you came up with the startling uh, imagery of walking on a tightrope while carrying a, a ticking time bomb. Imagine, uh, uh, Scotty, I brought into the the uh, discussion the idea of being on a pirate ship and how yes. terrifying yes. that would be. Even for just one minute, I would not have that a- attitude that you have. But imagine uh, carrying a, a, a ticking time bomb while walking on a tightrope connected to a pirate ship. Oh, I think that's now we've got the image of what you're going through right now. Exactly. And frankly, you say that you couldn't take a minute on a pirate ship. I couldn't take a minute on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, fine. Holland America cruise ship. I mean, I did work one of them, but I would. So the pirate ship would really be uh, difficult. And, well, and no, the problem with the cruise ship is you're right, is you when you have to sit with other uh, passengers in the communal tables and you find out they're really super boring. Like yeah. really boring. Yeah, and that doesn't happen on a pirate That's ship. That doesn't happen on a pirate. No, they're fascinating people. They're rough around the edges. They're you know they've got some uh, red flags oh, there. But, but you love it because yeah. they you know mateys and I are and they have stories to tell about uh, how they got this scar and that tattoo. Oh yeah. By the way, finger. you just created Tommy a great you know the cruise industry as it restarts. Uh, why not? I mean, a Pirates of the Caribbean, of course, the famous Disney ride, but why not a real pirate ship cruise? Yeah. And instead of these, you know, very Natalie attired officers, uh, why not have pirates? I mean, obviously, you have to modify for the modern day, and there won't be any, you know, things to worry about or any theft or uh, any kinds of things that pirates did. No, 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 no. And let's make that clear. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's much like the pirates' cruise of the Caribbean, yeah. where they're, they're, nobody's actually kidnapped and and sold into slavery. Yeah. Uh, 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 well, Scotty, what you say, what you've brought up, is so exciting. And again, it's another billion-dollar idea that uh, somebody's going to make a lot of money off of, and hopefully they'll you know give us a shout out. Yeah, they... that's what we want. And we you know, we have talked about pirates' booty, that fine, light, uh, kind of popcorn-like treat. Uh, and that could be served exclusively on That's this right. pirate cruise ship. Exactly. Well, what about this? It's you, you start out in a regular cruise ship, and then somewhere in the Caribbean, 
a pirate cruise ship comes along and then everybody is is forced to get onto the pirate cruise ship. It's a big, it's a lot of laughs and everybody's, oh dear. But <laughs> that's all part of the whole uh, experience where you're actually taken into captivity by the pirate crew. And Which, then Katie bar the door. It's a whole different. Oh yeah. And by let me crew. add, just so I'm a bit nervous about it. Your luggage will have been transferred before the fact. So everything. Oh, is that's a good point. And the pirates mates will busily transfer your luggage and make oh, sure yeah. and everything is. And I, uh, I, I have to hasten add it. Yes. Yeah, ultra luxury mm, pirate ship. I mean, there's no amenities yeah. spared on this ship. So <laughs> oh, this like, is. Oh, the it's most... going to be fun. I'm living in a, you know, on dirt. No, no. It's all ultra luxurious stateroom, oh, fine views God. and meals whenever you want it. And, and... Oh, yeah. And pirate meals are uh, obviously it, it will be uh, uh, a gourmet version of the pirate meals, which were yeah. tend to be hard tack uh, yeah. uh, mostly. Um, and, and it, but it'd be the this would be the finest of hard tack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and with it was... no little worms in it. No, nothing like the whaler ships in the day with the Moby Dick and all that. No, no, yes. everybody survived. Not, not only survived, they prevail. It's luxury. And you got these guys coming through. Hey, the pirate, you know, it's fun. And the kids love it. Yeah, hey, no, the kids. pirates are yeah. super fun people. Oh, they're too. fun. Over the top, you pose, kids could pose oh. with the pirates. They love that. Great for families. Yep. It, uh, well, Scotty, I'm that, now I'm excited to go on a cruise for the first time ever. It, it, the pirate ship cruise, where you start off in a regular cruise, I think that's key, Scott, because yeah. a, a lot of people think, oh, well, do you immediately get that would make no sense to immediately get on a pirate ship while yeah. it's moored on dock. That's right. not how pirate ships work. No. So uh, 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 it does involve two entire ships. And it so could have, obviously, by the way, that's going to oh, yeah. up the cost. It's not going to be cheap. No. And again, the, the transfer of him, it's not going to be on rickety little boats. It's a fine transfer. All your luggage has been previously transferred. Oh, it's it not seems like a rickety sort of plank. Like when you walk the plank, that's fun. You know, it looks yeah. like you're really. But uh, it's really it's, very well engineered. And, oh, it's it's a load of laughs. And, and it, you know, you're like, oh, dear. It's it's like being on the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, there's it's scary. But there's no real doubt that the huge boulder is going to squish the. No, the, no, uh, nothing. Disneyland guests. Yeah. No, you're you're can rest assured that. And also on the ship, I think we could add some other amenities like pirated radio or pirated TV signals, you know, keeping the theme going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pirated, pirated uh, you know, iPhones. Sky, even. Sky pirated videos will be. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 how how terrific. And also pirated handbags, that sort of thing. Right. All the stuff you see on the streets, the Gucci, the Louis Vuitton, all that. Yeah. I mean, that would get into some murky legal waters, so to speak. And and here's the answer, Tommy. Where do you pick up the pirate ship? In international waters. That's right. That's where you, you the pirate ship, uh, quote unquote, attacks the regular cruise ship yeah. in international waters. And then, as we say, Katie does bar the door. Yeah, and uh, Katie is strong. I mean, Katie, very strong. One of the early strong women. I mean, she. Well, that was the thing. When Katie barred the door, pretty much the door got barred. So really, there wasn't a lot of trouble. But uh, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those expressions that I I don't think we can do without. I don't, I would love to to send that off into the you know wherever you send old expressions. But I, I think 
often I find myself saying, Katie, bar the door, and I don't know what else to say. Well, it's the perfect thing. And, you know, tell me, Mike, I just mentioned international waters. Yeah. And that's almost like has a Van Allen radiation belt quality because people always throw it out there. And what does that exactly mean? It's It, it belongs to no one, so you could do whatever you want. I mean, so I'm not quite Or clear. everybody. It belongs to uh, every, uh, you know, it, you know, If we get out to international waters, forget it. it, it Katie, bar the door. It did pot, yeah. whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah. So, but, but international, isn't there some regulations that, uh, but maybe, well, and then again, why doesn't everyone try to go into international waters to do anything like cheat on their taxes? I'm in international waters. You know, you're right. You know, I think so, you can do that. Like, yeah. I'm not encouraging, by the you. way, anyone to cheat on taxes. Let me no, know. but, but it seems like, like you could do that if you, and I'm a little concerned about taxes. But if you go to international waters, the IRS can't get you. I mean, no. can you imagine them coming out in a boat and you go, buddy, this is international waters. And then, and then they of, look sheepish. Oh, yeah, and they go, I told you we couldn't go out here. Well, I didn't know. I, you know <laughs> they'd argue among themselves. Yeah, that's take- the thing. They, they, somebody would get really mad at the others, even though really it was everybody's fault. They all should have known that this was international well, waters. They all signed off on it, as they yeah, say. Of course. Yeah. And then, but now they're bickering amongst each other. And, they, and now you got angry IR, and, and embarrassed IRS. Oh, and then they got to take that long boat ride back to shore <laughs> empty handed. And the, and the supervisor would go, so did you get, get them? No, I couldn't. They were in international waters and, and well, whining. And, right. And I, t- I told them not to go in those waters, of course, <laughs> making it up. You know, just this. And he, really? Is that true? No, no, no. We were all in on it. And then, so again, I'm just relieved I'm not an IRS agent going into international wars and having to go back. Yeah, that's my a, supervisor that we couldn't, oh, you know, enforce you imagine it. Imagine that the sheepishness of it all. And uh, no, I agree. I, I right now I'm feeling so relieved that I'm not that IRS guy, that guy. Yeah. You know, and coming, I continue to be relieved. And, and that, especially if it's a rowboat. Like that's, oh, that's the worst. Ro- oh, yeah. First of all, rowboats are so hard. But imagine rowing in international waters. Oh, yeah. And then and then to find, yeah, that this international is nothing you can do. The whole point of the trip was to enforce this tax thing and you, nothing right. you can do. And then we got to row all the way back. Well, you're and you're row- saving money with the rowboat. There's no yeah, doubt about and, it. And then I would be bad. At it. And then they'd say, OK, well, you're rowing on the way back. And oh, come on. <laughs> you know, and so that would that alone, just the thought, even forget international waters, forget tax yeah. enforcement. Just yeah. if anyone said to me, you've got to row a significant amount. I, <laughs> I don't really know how to do it. I, I've seen it. I've tried it. That's canoeing is easier than rowing to this. But reporter. even canoeing and kayaking is getting our listeners are yeah. yes. most loyal listeners will get a chuckle. Just recalling your kayak date with a, a, a yeah. international kayak champion who didn't. Yeah. Grow- yeah. Until she was miles ahead of me on the uh, Hudson River. Uh, and. Yeah, yeah. The, and the and Hudson River. I, I, it, that that's yeah. sorry. I got a little bit of a. <laughs> it's funny. We got some incoming information about uh, the Volvo. It's, oh, okay. So that broke, but I kept speaking. You know, that's the key of podcasting one hundred and one, as they always yeah. call it. I don't know why it's always why not one hundred. No, or one hundred and two. One hundred and two yeah. is a better. It, it's also pretty basic. It's pretty not, basic. You need a prerequisite yeah. having you know taking podcasts. But you kept it going, Scotty. I just want to uh, give you a shout out. Not wait until the awards show, uh, and just say that was just that moment where wow, I'm getting this incoming information, 
that's interrupting the flow of the podcast. Scotty, you just covered it. it. Really, it was a little bit like Errol Flynn. Well, we're look, we're trained podcasters, and we don't recommend doing this at home. Uh, to people starting out in podcasting oh. to have been interrupted with something. because No, that's... no, no. Absolutely. Don't don't wait for that. But when it happens, it's good to know that you're in that that, that this podcast is in professional and we, hands. And we've done that on both ends of this for whatever technical reasons. But Tommy, along those lines, I must uh, urge our listeners. Uh, and this is very important. And it's not I'm not saying this because it's an FCC requirement or, you know, we got to say these things to keep our mm-hmm. license. No. I'm saying that I, I'm, I'm just enthralled by this naked iPhone, this unencumbered by a bulky case. I love it. I'm, it it's, it's, it'll always stay with me. But I'm urging our listeners, especially the younger folks out there, don't just rip those cases off and go, Scott and Tom said that we could. Don't <laughs> tell your parents that. Scott yeah. and Tom said that you could take the case off. <laughs> Who is this Tom? Scott and Tom? Who are they? You know, because uh, they're not listening to podcasts. So, no, uh, no, a lot of again, parents don't listen to this no, podcast. That's, no, no, that is true. No, so I think that's a key thing. If again, in my case, that OtterBox, and by the way, they're sending me the new one. It mm. does fall apart at some point. It's several years. Then maybe take a few days to just enjoy the bliss until it arrives. And you say maybe. You're not saying definitely. If right. your hands aren't big enough to hold your phone well uh, yeah. so that it uh, it may slip out of your hands and onto the pavement, you cannot be responsible for that. Also, I, w- I do want to add, because in this podcast in particular, there's a lot of disclaimers we have to make. And one of them is, Please, yes, it would be exciting to walk on a tightrope carrying a, a ticking time bomb. That's a and 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 the tightrope. One end of the tightrope is attached to a pirate's ship. Yeah, sounds fun, sounds exciting, <laughs> and maybe you have a naked iPhone and you're telling and you're taking selfies of yourself the whole time. Yeah. Sounds like a real party. Know what you're doing first. Yeah, and we really a lot of times we'll say these things. Uh, is yes. A very, very, there's maybe three in the world who you can be entrusted to do that, maybe. And even they're a little skittish about it. So uh, I, any one of those things, let me just let, let me just break them down, Tom. Yeah. Going, ticking time bombs, stay away from them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and any time bomb, not even if the, if the ticking apparatus isn't working properly, stay away from a time bomb. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's number such one. a good idea. That's yeah. such a good common sense uh, yeah. suggestion right there. Uh, just stay away from ticking time bombs. Yeah, it's not worth it for a little story or whatever. Let <laughs> oh, leave it to Perry Mason or the other right. great stars. You know the great right. movies. Let's see or the movie. Use a t- ticking time bomb as a metronome for your for some sort of music uh, practice type of thing. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, like tick 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 tick. I can imagine somebody saying, "Oh, well, this is a ticking time bomb, but, but let me use it as a metronome." You know what a metronome? Yeah, is. sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that's I, I think that's something we can save a lot of lives if we just to warn people: don't use, don't no, use, use a metronome or watch sixty just minutes. Use a regular metronome. You don't. Yeah, have to use, use a, a regular metronome. Time bomb. No, or watch the intro to sixty minutes. Uh, the tick, right. Tick, if you tick. can't afford a metronome, just watch the intro to sixty. Yeah. Minutes. So don't you're get a time, ticking no. time bomb. No. And and then number two on the the tightrope, a high wire. No, yeah. First of all, uh, how you even set one up? I mean, to me, the most chilling part of Philly Petit's walk, which I, I'm only going to say it quickly because it's too upsetting to even uh, visualize. But how did they set up the wire from the two buildings? I, right. I mean, I don't even want to. 
really, even as I say it, I, I, I'm chilled. But, but Tommy, again, no high wire, no tight ropes. Watch movies about it. Yes, watch as many movies as you want. And three. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I don't know if you yeah. should watch as that many movies about not, it. Not but constantly, all day, eventually all night. It, it, yeah. it becomes, you become desensitized to it. And then you find yourself setting up a tight wire between two incredibly now, that's tall a good buildings. Point. Watch the occasional movie involving a high wire. Yeah. Or, or you know, a, it's old Ed Sullivan or an old movie, a circus movie, uh, but not a lot. You're right. Once in a blue moon. And again, I'm not sure how often that is. And finally, and, Tommy, and blue moons are, are, are yeah. maybe a little too often for something like right. that. Right. They seem to be more frequent now. Yeah. Uh, uh, is there global coloring? You know, there's global war. No one has said, yeah, a lot more blue moons now. Yeah, it's the global war. Oh, because of global war. <laughs> the color of the world yeah. is changing. A little, it's a little bluish now. Yeah. I don't know. It could well be a byproduct of it. And finally, with, with again, what I'm doing now. By yeah. the way, Tommy, I'm sitting on my Barcelona replica couch. Uh, there is a, a fine a rug underneath me. I'm on the couch. Literally, and I don't want to say this to be a daredevil or reckless. And again, yeah. not to encourage anyone, the, the proverbial, don't try this at home. But if I dropped it on the sofa, there would be no damage, and it probably would survive a drop on the thickly uh, plush rug. But I'm not banking on that. You know, but, so. but, but I think the point that you're making is, uh, is important, and that is, yes, you stripped your phone of its rubberized container, the so-called otter box. Yes, you did that. Yes, you enjoy the sleek design and the beautiful purple of the phone. Yes. But you are you've put yourself in a position. You're not standing on a high wire. You're sitting in a chair uh, or a sofa or a, 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 an Eames chair and, and uh, over a, a plush rug. I think that's the key here. You're not you're not just uh, as I say, you're not on a high wire. Uh, no, like, no. And I'm not even a few feet over to my wood flooring you're not that, that, that would your have been a, either Scott. yeah so it's, it's it is and again uh i think i think tommy no one would argue that we've made made the case by the way i don't know if we said this already in this podcast or in our pre-podcast a uh, green room conversation but uh the case for no case which will be a clear award-winning campaign that apple will do which is a little uh, goes against the grain because i'm sure they so they sell cases at the apple store but i think it could be award-winning almost like the 1984 Apple ad that started it all. Yeah. Oh, Scott. So, the one where they, where, where they throw the, the sledgehammer through yeah, the big yeah. screen of, uh, of the man who's looking down on us. Well, Scotty, that's stirring. It's obviously Clio award winning. Um, and uh, so that, you're, we should just stop and submit it uh, right now, I guess. Right. So, well, also, you're, first of all, put it down in your calendar. Yeah, the worst thing is that happens is, hey, what happened? You know, you're walking down the street and then you, and then you go, somebody says to you, hey, what happened? And you go, what? You were supposed to get the Clio Awards last night. They were all waiting for you to ex make your acceptance speech. Oh. You had forgotten the Clio Awards, guys. Wow. So put it in your calendar now. Don't uh, wait. What a perfect way to end this podcast because the relief that that didn't happen. Yeah. The, and the water. Oh, I don't think you ever get over that. Put it in your calendar. Yeah, don't put it wait. in the calendar. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tommy, uh, and 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 uh, what a what a. I'm glad that we could share with our listeners what I'm feeling now. What your you know what you felt before. But again, once that case arrives, as early as today, I will dutifully put it back on. But I'll never forget what it felt like to hold this beauty <laughs> in my hand. And and, 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 and I, as I do so, Tommy, I yeah. remain well. 
sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.